Chris, the, the in your conversation on how do I stay out of debt, I'm not where I want to be yet. And if I give it back to somebody, it's going to ultimately take away from what I could build. And I think that's what definitely keep me out of it. I have the opportunity right now to build a trucking company. I had the opportunity to build a rental company. I have opportunity to look at options of Airbnbs, Toros. I could be a silent investor on any like I have so much uh, flexibility with my money. So if I do go back into debt, it wouldn't it would be debt still it's still debt. It would be in something that could pay itself off. What's up, world? It's another week. You tuned in with the Hustle Lounge. What's happening? What's good, G? How you doing, my man? Feel good to be back, man. Feel like we ain't recording it forever. Hey, it feel good when we have a few in the vault that we could just push out. How you felt about that last episode? Changed the game, man. It got a lot of reviews about it. We ain't never really was that. Like we, <laughs> we kind of just, you know, it was, you know. And, and, and for everybody's listening, man, we sorry for cussing. We just kind of got into a little, little mode. Um, how you felt about that last one? I liked it though. I loved it. I think the message was there. Um, definitely the message was there. Coming off our first class, man. Coming off our first class over the weekend. Budgeting one on one. What do you think about that? How you thought about it? How you feel about it? Um, I would just want to give ourselves a pat on the back. Uh, I think we did a great job. Uh, thank everybody for supporting us and joining and actually listening, coming in with an open mind. I think. <laughs> I think we go um, definitely change the trajectory of some people who join the class. Trajectory of finance. Yeah, it's all about how you look at it, right? If you look at the money different, money kind of changes. I had a good time. Um, definitely uh, looking forward to the feedback that probably going to come in via email. And I'm going to reach out to people, like call them, like, yo, what did I do good, bad, and different? I know a couple things that I, you, I'm just a perfectionist. Everything I do is always room for improvement with me. Excited about that though. Excited that we came together and figured we was gonna run something like that to truly give out the information. Hustle Lounge Podcast is education slash entertainment slash a little bit of everything, and then you come in the course and we we, we business. Edu- we educating. Yeah. Uh, we educating. We still transparent. We still telling the same stories. If you missed that course, uh, if you had any reserves about the course, uh, reach out to somebody that was there. Um, and tune into the next course, February 19th. We're going to do debt payoff. Right? Yeah. Okay, okay. We're going to come up with a cool name to make it sound good, though. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> to grab. Ultimately, we're going to let you know how to pay off debt. Uh, and that could be something as small as $2,000 in debt. It could be the average household that's normally 50000 in debt. It could be a mountain of 100000 in debt. I'm going to tell you all the methods. I'm going to tell you the methods that we use. As always, we're going to give you the products that we all actually utilize when we pay off debt. Um, and if anybody know anything about paying off debt and really staying down and, and coming up and getting it through the mud, it'll be me. Um, so <laughs> uh, staring at a mountain, looking at, and to pay it off. But looking forward to that. February 19th, uh, we probably shoot for 10 a.m. again, probably 11 a.m. We haven't got the feedback yet as far as the timing goes, but we'll definitely. It'll be between that time. We want to get you early in the morning before you go out and get start getting active and, and doing whatever you do. Um, but to piggyback on that, let's. What, what, what are we talking about today, cuz? So, um, quick backstory was I was on Twitter, as usual. You know, I'm a Twitter guy. Um, and somebody um, tweeted, 
everybody always wants to talk about paying off debt, but they never speak about how to stay out of it. And personally, I can't relate because I'm not out of debt yet. But we do have somebody sitting across from me on this Zoom phone call who is out of debt. So I felt like it would be a nice conversation to have. So, so for clarity purposes, for clarity purposes, before we move forward, I don't have any non-mortgage debt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, the ultimate goal is to own the home outright also. But that's the only outstanding bill that I have is my home. Um, but yeah, whew, I mean, you kind of put me on the spot when you gave me that little mini interview intro. Uh, I, I mean, you asked the question. I'm here. I'm here. Let's chop it up. Like old school ways. We get back to old school ways, y'all. A little conversation, a little conversation. Yeah. So my, the first thing I want to say is now that you've reached a certain point, what was the first thing you noticed? What, what, what was the first thing that really changed your life? Um, once you reach this pinnacle um, So once I reach the point Well the first thing is, is when we talk about paying off debt Is uh, I'm just like anyone I, I had those days to where I felt like I was never going to get out of debt So uh, Bring me back on track in a second uh, Psychologically um, Normally people that are in debt That continue to accumulate debt Have made a choice in their mind And have told themselves that I'm never going to get out of this hole I'm having fun while I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Let me continue living this way. Um, the, the number one, the, the, we'll get to how to pay it off later. How do I feel? It feels great. Um, it feels free. You know, you don't feel shackled down. You don't feel like, you, I mean, it's not that you don't feel like you owe anyone. You don't owe anyone. And the only person I owe is my home, which in the grand scheme of things is either buy or, or rent. And I didn't have that capital to purchase in cash, which I would if I had the capital. Um, so, so with that, it feels great, man. It's, it's a burden lifted off your shoulders. Um, it opens up the world. It, it, it changes the way you look at life in the world. Um, and, and with that comes maturity with that comes a unbotheredness with that comes a unimpressed because when you're sitting in that course or when you're digging yourself out that hole, you, you do feel like there's no way out. And once you get on the other side, it's a win. It's like, yo, I did it. And ultimately, um, the first couple months afterwards, I, I didn't know what to do because I never had that much money at my disposal where it was not a, accounted for and not accounted for as in through a budget, but accounted for as in through I owe someone. Uh, so, man, it's, it's a great feeling. Uh, it's a great feeling. But go ahead. Did that answer the question? You know how I get to rolling. Uh, somewhat. <laughs> all right. All right. I really want you to um, grab the listener's attention and um, really try, kind of really replay what it actually did to your finances so i want you to really talk about how you went from dishing this amount out every month dishing this amount every month dishing this out doing this doing that not having no money for yourself um so i just want you to really make us feel what it felt like to not have a car note like the difference between having a car note and not having a car note the difference between having a, a credit card that was this amount and really in the back of your mind, you like, damn, when can I pay this off? But when you actually, you know, paid it off, I just want you to, you know, give them an example of what you did when you didn't have these bills. Like, how did your lifestyle change? Did you, how does that, how did your mental health change? 
you know what I'm saying? Like really give up, go go into detail real quick, deep dive. Um, deep dive, man. Let me put you in my shoes. So when when we was going through it, uh, through the debt, through the debt situation, um, so ultimately I I was bad with money. If you listen to any other episodes, as far as spending habits, I would spend it all and just not get it back. But I never really had nothing locked in. Um, and a lot of times we use the terminology. I don't like owing nobody. I hate owing people. So. In a sense, we hate owing people as in I would hate to owe you two hundred dollars, but we have no problem owing Liberty Financial sixty thousand for a vehicle that's only worth forty thousand. So for that portion when you brought in mental health, that's the only reason why I threw that tidbit in there. Mentally, man, I'm free. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm I could do whatever I want. Um but yeah, you figure I had a thousand dollars going out in car notes. Um I had a, a, a few credit cards. I would tell you that I built my credit score very fast, but it was because of irresponsible decisions. It was not on purpose. Now, I do know how to build credit in a timely manner for someone who does not have any bad credit. They're just starting out. I know the avenues to build credit the right way and more responsible than what I did. But my credit score was extremely high at a younger age because of irresponsible habits. Um, but, you know, I had one credit card that was like 14 grand. And you can't even tell us what you bought on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Really, honestly, I know we went on a vacation. So you remember I said that in the class about people going on vacation and come back and see the statement? And it's yeah. like, it was it really a vacation or was it just a you know a pit stop? Yeah, we came back. My uh, Bree took me to the Panthers game. I want to say October 2000. I want to say 13 or 15. Can't remember. I know 14 I was in de- deployed. Flew me to Carolina. It was the time when uh, Florence in that area in Charlotte had a hurricane or something like that. Florence had a hurricane. Anyway, flew me to Carolina. Monday night football. Beautiful time. Great time. Got back. Like Wednesday. And like that bill came next Wednesday. And it was like, man, we like four or five grand. Like how the hell are we going to pay this off? Um, so it kind of just erased that whole great moment besides the pictures that we looked at. Cause you know, I was having a good time in the stands, Monday night football in Carolina. Cam had just did some dumb stuff the week before and he had a concussion, so he didn't even play. <laughs> so imagine that hurt. Like he ain't even play, yo. Uh, <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. But, um, I had some tires for my truck. It was snowing. I had on some May Pops. They was going to pop, so I had to get some. <laughs> the bad part about being in debt is a lot of time when you're in debt, you're not in for debt for things that you need. I would hesitate on buying tires for my truck, but I would go spin it up at the club. Um, <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, that's the biggest point of it all. Like, um, just side side note that we in, we, are, we, we don't think twice about buying things we don't need. Facts. Don't think twice at all. But, and that's 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 what's crazy about us as the people as a culture. I mean, and that's that's the thing I had to do was look at myself in the mirror um, on purchases and things like that. And I had to really say, you know, what I'm saying this is for the benefit of you. How can you be cheap about this? But you about <laughs> two hundred dollars, two hundred twenty dollars jays. You know yeah. What I'm and I don't even know how I ended up like that. Like I don't know where that came from. Well, I'm gonna tell you. First, I ain't never finished answering your last question. You said, "How does it feel to not have a car note or anything every month?" It feels free. That's the easy way to put it. It feels free. Um, it's it's 
it's unbelievable because we are programmed to believe we always going to be in debt. Remember what we always told you got to have a car note. You're going to have a car note for the rest of your life. Every person at about two, three years, I need a new car to go get a new car. Um, they even found ways to fake us out and make us lease vehicles. And leasing is the most expensive way to drive a vehicle. Leasing is a way for an imaginary ball of the ball. Now, with a grain of salt, there are some people with a lot of money who lease vehicles, but they have a lot of money first. <laughs> My ultimate goal is to get enough bread to where if I want some new joints, I'm going to lease it or I might just buy it outright cash. But let's not forget the bottom common denominator. I got bread. But if I would have known about leasing when I was back, back in the back. Oh, you would have, what you would have <laughs> drove? What you would have drove? Uh, it, the Jaguar XF had just dropped, bro. 2012 Jaguar XFR. I was going to buy one cranberry sauce colored. Uh, they wanted 35 grand. And what was crazy was when I heard of big numbers like that, I'm like, you crazy. Hell, 35, that'll put me at like 600 a month before insurance. I can't do it. But now if they would have told me to put $5,000 down and $200, $300 a month and only drive 1400 like, miles. <laughs> it would have been a little more appealing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so let's go back to how you... What did you say before if I cut you off? You said about why we get what we don't need. Yeah, I said why. Oh, you don't know how you got that way. Yeah, how, how did I get this way? Because yeah. credit cards is the best partner ever. They're the best partner ever. They don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell you no. You don't have to sit down and discuss with them before you buy anything. You just swipe. Um, an old head told me that. Denied. Yeah, old head told me that. Old head told me that in Afghanistan, they was out there making. A, and this is the thing about life is that you're gonna have God puts things in your way to uh, open your eyes that maybe you're doing something wrong or maybe you need to look more into it. And in this particular situation, the guys out there were making like 130, 140 a year, and they were spending 140 and 130 a year too. I'm like, how are you spending this much money? You live over here. They take care of everything. And what was happening, they was balling, shot calling, and they had an old lady burning up the checks, whatever. And we was talking about credit because that's when I really got in my bag. I had read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You know, uh, if you're not familiar with deploying, sometimes it could be similar, and I don't want to put those in the same category, but be in the jail. Um, luckily, we have all the ways out far as electronics and stuff now. But when I was in Afghanistan in 2014, I was at the 235 days. Uh I had to stay up at night to talk to everybody back in America. So I read a lot. I always read a lot anyway. But that's when I really got in my bag with money. And as I've stated a couple of times, opportunity only comes around once. So my first deployment, A1C Graham ran up 18000 in six months. You feel me? I was in debt, maybe two grand, three grand, some little crit, you know, something like that. Paid that off cash. Came back like 15 strong. Don't know what happened to it, but <laughs> so yeah. I always said what next time I get a chance to deploy, man, I'm going to do right by the money. And then we fast forward to 2014. I'm in Afghanistan. I knew I was on this going on this deployment like a year prior. One man slide one deep and I knew I was getting all the real pays from Afghanistan. So in my brain, I'm thinking, all right, it's my next deployment. I got to make this one right. I'm going to at least come out with something. So when I got back, I said I was back. I have to pay off debt again. So I'm debt free again. Just not really realizing it. I'm going to at least buy a house. I'm going to at least buy a house because I'm going to fuck this money up. And I need to at least have something to show for it. This go around. Because I don't know what happened to that 15000 <laughs> from my first. first yeah. Well, I spent 5500 in Vegas for my 21st birthday. Yeah. That, I, I, but I'm like saying that's, that's out of 15, 18. I don't know what happened to the rest. Yeah. It was a hole in my pocket. 
But when I look at them pictures in my dorms, when I see the Jordan stacked to the ceiling, um, gambling, whatever. <laughs> you feel me? So I said, I'm at least buy a crib because I had read the Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I read the uh, Financial IQ book from the same dude, Koskowski's, whatever his name is. And I believe that Financial IQ book is a little better than Rich Dad, Poor Dad because it just basically cuts straight to the chase Some about certain stuff. They're both great books, though. Also, at the same time, I was taking the best course that I've ever taken in my college career. Math for liberal arts. I didn't want to take algebra again. Math for liberal arts was an application on strictly uh, money and, and everything that matters. That's when I did the case study on purchasing a new truck. Remember that long paper I wrote? Um, yeah. That was the best class ever because it had that, that's why I'm so like when I do numbers in my head like that when it comes to math, like percentages and how much you owe after all these years. How, I, I do all that from that course. That course definitely enlightened me. Um, so I got back and bought the house. But when I seen the return on the house, I was like, man, I could do this again. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that kind of opened my eyes. But, yeah, the credit is a, they don't talk back to you, bro. They, they're their best worst partner ever. Now, go ahead. So I'm going to say that my biggest point I took from it was the misconception that you need to make a lot of money to live the way you want to live or to build wealth, right? Because if you take the average person and they don't have any debt, they really have a good amount, some substantial amount of money. But we can't see that as a people. We can't see that. The person making 50 think they need to make 100 to to do this and do that. But if you're making that 50 or you're making that 60 and you don't have no debt, then that 60 and 50 really turns into 100, in my opinion. Yeah, because like, like, like I mean, you 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 can you can speak on it. How that like how that fit? You know, when I don't know how much you make made in Ohio or make now, but it's a huge difference when you don't owe nobody no money. Them numbers add back. Them numbers add back up real quick. The the first couple of times I did my budget um, w- without owing anyone, I thought I was tripping. I had to. Uh, have Bree come look at it. <laughs> it was too. It was too much money left over. There was no way we make this much money and we're spending it. There was no way. There was no way. Six to eight months ago, a year ago, I was in my truck contemplating like, what did I do and why I only got two hundred dollars left over after all these checks. And and here I am now, substantial amount like, especially for a working man. You know, not not a superstar, not a celebrity. Not nothing crazy, just a regular guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I seen that st- substantial amount, I'm like, this is a lot of money. Because you don't realize what's going out when you're paying out people. You do when you budget it out, but you don't really feel that real uh, until you get it back. Yeah. And when you start getting it back, you remember, the, you know, the numbers I shot you the other day. I'm still amazed by it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> because the numbers I shot you the other day was. I hadn't done it to a science science like I did this first of the, you know, this last couple weeks because I was behind. I started. What, what happened was when I didn't owe anybody, I just blew it, which that's bad habit, too. But it don't matter. But and personally, <laughs> I rather I rather blow my money than give it back to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, man, you know, I rather, I rather not have no bills and waste a thousand dollars before I pay these people. On on this due date and that minimum payment that they say, or they gonna jack my credit up. Yes. So credit is really I, I love I love debt score. I learned that <laughs> in the Ramsey course. 
Um, I don't want to go too crazy on it because times have changed. I would say Ramsey's plan is a little outdated because you still can leverage and utilize credit. I think people have to realize that between utilizing and leveraging credit and being in debt is two different things. And I say that to say I don't use a debit card anymore at all for the most part. Uh, I'm always using a credit card. But that credit card, whatever balance is on that credit card, one, it's not a balance that go from to the next month. But whatever balance is on that credit card is going to cross reference whatever I put on my budget sheet. And it's going to cross reference to my bank account. So. When the statement comes, it's going to get paid off because I had already had it budgeted just as if I spent it from my debit card. And I got certain cards with certain perks. I will tell you that I did try this a while back, which me and you were talking about it some years back. I wasn't mature enough to really pay it off in full. Mm -hmm. And when you're not paying it off in full, those perks don't matter. Yeah, it's just it's pointless. Yeah. And it doesn't even care about I got one card that's a cash back card. Um, shout out to Stock Whisper. He put me onto it. The, the City Double Cash. City Double Cash card. They give you 1% when you pay something and 1% when you, 1 when you buy something, 1% when you pay it off. Don't sound like a lot, but if you use it for everything, especially if you have a nice amount of bills or a nice amount of shopping, it comes back. It's, it's, it's over a grand on that card to cash back. I don't even, I just I don't even play it. It's just there. Uh, eventually, I might take it off and go buy some Cartier Buffs or some Gucci shoes or some Louis or something. Because, yeah. hey, you, you leverage that money. Yeah, yeah. I was going whatever money I use that car for, I was gonna spend anyway. So their rewards portion is for me. That's for me to reward myself for something that I probably wouldn't buy with my own money. Yeah. Um and that's when you're leveraging credit. That's the topic for another day. But debt. There is no such thing as good or bad debt. We're gonna wrap this joint up. Ain't no such thing as good or bad debt. Because good debt can turn bad, bad debt can probably stay bad. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the key takeaways I want people to take from this is that um, I believe personally, once you once you see the other side of not having debt, it's really no reason to go back to it because the whole goal is if we reach that point, we don't want to go back. And like Graham said, it's a maturity thing. It's a mindset thing. If you're going to use your credit card, you got to be willing to pay the full balance. Yeah. If you go over. And if you budget it out right, you're good. It's just like using your debit card. Uh, as far as a vehicle, I think once y'all see the other side of not having a car, no, you won't go back. Unless, you know, foreseen circumstances, you know, so life happens. But for the most part, you will avoid You will avoid it as much as you can. Yeah. Um, you talked about vehicles. So when, when you brought up vehicles, you know, the average vehicle, especially going, it's not the price is doing nothing but going up. They're 30 and better, 30K. 30K at five years is 600. I want to say, give or take, if you got great credit. If it's anything other, it's 700. What most people do is they push it to six years so they can pay less, pay four and some change. But when you do that, you pay less, that 30 car turns into 43. If you need to get rid of it at 26, now it's worth 37. Now you're 15,000 in negative equity. That's what people don't think about. And nobody puts that much effort into really thinking about it because they are wild by the car. Oh, I really need this new car. Oh. And you know how I feel about that car? <laughs> what, man? Man, fuck that car. <laughs> I was about to get the little thing so I could bleep you because I knew something crazy was coming. Um, but nah, for sure, man. We was riding back today and Bree was, uh, nah, I, I made my mind up. I'm going to get a new car. And I'm looking at it like, okay. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> you and your own partner. Um, and I'm not against buying a new vehicle. 
But like you said, G, like, you know what I'm saying? You said, hey, hey Bree want to get the new whip? We're going to build a savings plan. That way, I'm going to either pay it in cash or I'm going to at least pay 50% of that thing. That way, I don't have negative equity. If I get in that jam, I can take it back, won't owe none. And I ain't leveraging all my cash. To into, buy a car. Yeah, in cash, and you know, car in the asset. So. Yeah. Yeah, and know, it, it's just a strategy to it, it. The thing is this, and you said about staying out once you're out. Most people are out coming into their new years, high school years, senior years, going into their first job, right? Besides student loan debt. See, that's where the debt come from is people leave straight from high school because they've been programmed to believe you got to go to college to get a good paying job. Not even a career sometimes. Now you got student loan debt. So you're starting off your adult life negative 60, negative 80, negative 100. How can you like... And you're going to average about 40 to 50. Yeah, but it, it, it really killed. Like, imagine being 18 with 80,000. I mean, you know, really 22 with 80,000. Like, and I can't even relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I ain't had no student loan debt. I, even when I had my bad spending, the best thing that kept me out of, always kept me above what if I never had car notes? I'm from this, I'm from the country, bro. I had my old school Chevy, a little get around. I had three cars at one time, all paid off. It felt good. Yeah, you got that new Challenger. That Challenger is challenging you. <laughs> you got that look. You got that new Charger. That Charger is charging you. You ain't got. You ain't in control. Charging, hey, charging that ass up. <laughs> you ain't in control. And, and when you say one thing, you ask me a good question, and, and we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap this joint up. You ask me how do I stay out of it? How do I stay out of going back in debt? I'm going to tell you the truth, world. It's not easy sometimes, especially not with the credit available to me because of my great credit history and my level of income. It or, is. or or not to cut you off, but I mean, you 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 can afford it. You, you yeah. see, like, 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 just for example, say you was sending out fourteen hundred. You say you was doing a thousand in car notes, a thousand now, in car notes. So now 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 it's a challenge to say, damn, I was doing a thousand. I can do five hundred. I tell you right, all, all the bills combined with just off the top of my head, a thousand for that. Let's do four fifty for one of them cards. Let's just say eighteen hundred to two grand was going out a month in, in debt payments. So that was then. That was then before the changes. I was mm-hmm. spending eighteen hundred to two thousand a month in debt. So all that's back. Why would I give that away? And ultimately, what what society teaches you and what happens is you're always talking yourself into why you need it. I always talk myself into why the hell I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I switched this. I switched to thinking like and, and I ain't picking on you. We got to do the buyer's remorse story. Right. You gave me an hour. And me and you went through it because we family. We supposed to we supposed to hold each other accountable. And, you know, I, you know, ultimately the goal was not to pick on you, but it was to challenge you to make sure that you were making the right decision. Bro, you gave me an hour worth of game about why you needed that truck. <laughs> <laughs> and when I hung up with you, I said, this nigga crazy. Because <laughs> none, <laughs> none of what you said made no sense, but it made sense to you. And when it made sense to you, you made the move that you made. I didn't say nothing. Because sometimes we, and I had to learn that my opinion ain't always warranted. Everybody want to hear, hear what I got to say, especially what I got to say, because that shit gun barrel straight and it might hurt your feelings along the way. But it's the truth. And I didn't say nothing. But I noticed you wasn't driving that motherfucker. 
But in theory, roughly, that cost you a couple racks to get on out of there, right? So mm-hmm. that was an expensive mistake. But you needed that because now it ain't like you put your hand in the water to see that it was hot. Your ass got smacked by them couple bands that it cost you, right? So now you're not going to make that same mistake. See, I'm trying to tell you don't do what I did and don't trick yourself into saying you need some shit that you don't need. You wanted it. And because of the ability of how good you are with money, you were able to get it. And yes, you you could afford it, but could you really afford it? So you could see that's your pride coming. Yeah, I could afford it. But could you really afford it? And and you could. You paid it. You're going to make the payments. But do you want to work enough in your life to just make payments and not really enjoy the other things of life? And I think that's what keeps me away from it. Now, granted, and and the average five, six hundred dollar car note would not kill me. Yeah. But I would probably go into another mode to pay that shit off. So what I would do, this free game for everybody. Um, so one, it's all a mind thing. If 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 Bree want another vehicle, everything she's looking at is a 30, 40 price range. We're gonna save up 40. We're gonna have 40 cash. It's a mental thing. Now we got forty thousand dollars cash. Let's put this shit in the check form. Let's go to go to the car lot. Two things gonna happen. She's gonna say, I'm not about to spend that fucking forty dollars, forty thousand. I don't one. Her mindset's going to change. If she got 40 to spend, because now she actually has the cash to spend it and is not writing a loan for something that you do not even have yet. Now it's going to be, man, let's look at the 28s. Let's look at the 25. I can get the same joint for 25 and keep 15 of my cash. Mm-hmm. Now you people are financing and going in debt for shit that they don't even have or never seen enough money for what they paying for. Um, but besides my home, everything like, you know, I financed a thirty-two thousand dollar truck, or a thirty twenty-nine thousand dollar truck in two thousand sixteen, and I may have had like fifteen hundred dollars in my name. But my name was good enough, my credit was good enough to get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's the thing. So all of your, and that's what you have to look at. All of your potential. If you can pay five hundred a month to purchase a vehicle for six years or five years, you can use that same money to build wealth. You can use that same money to invest. You can use that same money to do whatever the hell your heart desires. And that's yeah. how I'm living right now. I'm just doing whatever the hell my heart desires. $500 worth of cigarettes. <laughs> if you want to spend $500 at the casino, if you want to spend $500 going out of town, you do that. And that's what I, I, I love about you because you've been around from both sides. But then you see now, like, that, you be like, that motherfucker don't even care. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, we, we just had the conversation, bro. Like, I got smoked at the casino, right? But I said, honestly, bro, I don't care, bro, because I don't have no damn bills. That's it. And, 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 and for everybody that's listening, that's what happened. I never got to that point when we got here. And I was, I got my win-loss statement from the casino for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> I only got it from one casino. I didn't even get it from the one I started at. Oh. <laughs> look at here. It don't look good for me up, Bree. <laughs> I got to stay out them people place now. But you know how fun it was to lose it and come home and mean wake up like that. I lost fifteen hundred last night. Oh well. Now I do have them moments where I could have just bought Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever, right? But it ain't invested, but it ain't wait. It's wasted, but you, it's, it's in that happy median. I want everybody to experience that. I want everybody to leave their home and to get into a real job, to get in their career, and start it out without being out in debt. And when I was talking about good and bad debt. I'm still skeptical about getting certain things that are uh, assets, quote unquote, in debt because I don't want to owe anybody. 
the situation right now with the trucks, our truck is paid off in the company. Our company truck paid off, right? But we're looking at other trucks, other options, leasing options, financing options. Well, right now we just fired our driver. The truck's sitting. The insurance ain't stopping. If we had a truck note, the truck note ain't stopping. Now, with this truck, if we don't find another driver right away, which we already found one, uh, if you lease in the truck, you have to have it insured the entire time. So right now, let's say we don't find a driver. I can drop the insurance off of it. Yeah. You can't do that when you lease in the truck. And when you lease in the truck, we're talking about tractor trailers. That's twenty five hundred to three grand a month. Two months of no driver can put me under. So I'm very strategic on how I move when I move. I've been down. What the hell I'm going to go back down for? I'm going to relapse a little bit. I'm still going to spend bad one day. But far as locking myself into something and owing somebody, bro, I don't like owing nobody, yo. I owe one person. It's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I only owe, I owe myself. I owe my daughter. I owe my daughter to teach her everything that I had to learn myself. So she don't have the same issues and the same problems. I, I, that's, what I, that's who I owe. I love owing her. I owe her everything. I don't owe shit to nobody else except the home loan people. And ultimately, somebody's going to pay that off for my daughter. Or I sell it and take all the cash and then I can look like the rappers and do the money thing or have them all over my head and look stupid <laughs> and shit. <laughs> what, uh, did, I hey. hit every, did I hit everything you want to talk about today? Yeah, bro. This episode was magnificent. Bro. Magnificent. Hey, what we're going to do is I want y'all to listen and be on the lookout. We will be holding the debt payoff course February 19th. We will be holding the debt payoff course February 19th. I'm going to break down the numbers by the numbers on what I did, how I do it, what I went through to go through it, the sacrifice and discipline that I also put in it. And I'm also going to talk about the stuff that I sold. I'm, I'm going to give you the whole game. I'm going to give you the whole oh, game. Hey, hey. <laughs> I got a whole list of shit out of this old, bro. I'm telling you, you're going to run up a quick, t you got $4,000 sitting at your house right now that could pay off that you stuff. You don't even know. We don't look at it like that. Man. I appreciate everybody for listening. I appreciate everybody for coming out to the course, man. That was big. Um, man, it was good. I could kind of, what I kept doing is I kept clicking too much with the PowerPoint, but I was actually looking at the people's faces sometimes that had their camera up and you could just see the, because it, it is, people do get on podcasts and talk about shit they don't talk, they don't know about. People do write long ass statuses about shit that they don't live, but this is how, this is what we do. I, don't, yeah. I I know a whole lot about a little bit, but I know money. I know how to, you know what I'm saying? I just need to know how to print that mother. <laughs> hey, they print money every day. I want everybody to enjoy it. And and to before we go, Chris, the, the in your conversation on how do I stay out of debt, I'm not where I want to be yet. And if I give it back to somebody, it's going to ultimately take away from what I could build. And I think that's what definitely keep me out of it. I have the opportunity right now to build a trucking company. I had the opportunity to build a rental company. I have opportunity to look at options of Airbnbs, Toros. I could be a silent investor on any, like I have so much uh, flexibility with my money. So if I do go back into debt, it wouldn't, it would be debt still. It's still debt. It would be in something that could pay itself off. It would be in something that could pay itself off. I have too much opportunity right now. Opportunity that comes around once. If I lock in $800 right now in the car, eight times 12 is what? Oof. 96 give or take yeah 96 that's ten thousand dollars a year that i'm giving to a vehicle that's not going to do anything but lose about six thousand dollars a year 
So what I would do, I can't get that game out. They got to come to the class. I was about to go back to buying on the cars. What I about to say what I would do because I don't want to give them forty thousand cash. That's just stupid too. Is I would look at how long it takes to pay off a five year loan. The depreciation rate is about five percent. I would do five percent times the sticker note or what I'm about to buy it for. I would do that times five years, and that's how much I would make on the down payment. I've already paid for the depreciation, so at the end of those five years, I'm breaking even on the loan at a minimum. They ain't ready for that game yet, though. Stop playing with them, hustle. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Cut this. Cut it off, bro. Cut it off. Hey, we love y'all, man. We out. <laughs> This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge podcast. We'll catch you next time.